0: In this edition of Behind the Report, I'm going to talk about the Blast article I did just over a week ago in which I explained they were contemplating a rule tweak that would allow teams to make mid-match lineup changes. Now, this this sparked a lot of debate in the community uh, for a number of reasons, and probably the most because of the recent news, and this is relevant because the... Behind the report episode that I did prior to this, if you haven't watched it, make sure to check it out. About Astralis, plays into this idea of teams making uh, lineup changes mid match or mid tournament. A lot of people believe there's a little bit of uh, collusion going on there, and I'll discuss what I think about that. But first off, this is a, something that shouldn't be too surprising. I mean, it is because making a lineup change mid match would be crazy. Um, because we haven't even seen it mid-tournament yet. And that's what I wanted to address is it's been allowed in Blast tournaments for teams to make a team um, change, a lineup change, actually in between maps, let alone within the same tournament. If they were to register two substitute players, and a a coach can be a substitute player, but it doesn't have to be, you can actually bring a seven-man lineup to a Blast tournament before this rule uh, was even considered. And you can you can swap people out as long as you do it before a certain threshold. I believe it's 10 minutes before the start of the next map. No one's taken advantage of it, obviously, because it wasn't until very recently that any team had more than five active players on their lineup or intended to use more than five players. And again, like I mentioned in the last episode of this series, Astralis, not only have they picked up their sixth player, Not only did I mention they were considering a 7th and already picked up a 7th, but they could even consider an 8th in the near future. So if there's any team right now that's going to take advantage of this, it would be Astralis over anyone else, and we'll see if anyone else follows suit. Right now, I think, personally, the way this is going to work when it comes to adding extra players to lineups is it's going to be a little bit of a sit-and-wait situation where everyone wants to see what Astralis does and how it, it affects their play, the results, long-term. I'm talking six months to a year. It's going to take multiple tournaments in which they use not only different lineups for the tournaments themselves, but possibly play blast events where they can make switches uh, much more frequently than just between tournaments. No one's going to go out on a limb, in my opinion, other than them. In signing players, paying players that aren't in the active lineup, because not only is that another financial burden in an uncertain period of time right now, but you don't have to foot the bill and instead can just sit back and watch and see what happens. And if it works for more than just one event, more than just a couple matches, if, it, if there are actual signs that this is a competitive advantage, then I'm, you're going to see some of the top organizations in the world pick up other players without a doubt. Um, not just because to use mid-match lineup changes like I, this report discussed, but just for the overall I, idea in general. it really It's really a waiting game to see how that plays out. And in my opinion, nothing's going to change beyond what Astralis has done until we get back to playing offline tournaments. And then see, of course, like I mentioned, how things play out. I don't think even if Astralis was successful doing it online, that teams would feel that was enough for them to want to also do it themselves. It's going to take a while. Um, So we'll have to see how it plays out. But nonetheless, with this in particular uh, information about mid-match lineup changes, it would be allowed at halftime should a team want to do so. And that's pretty crazy. That would mean that teams could now... Instead of saying, okay, we want to put in a player because he's a map specialist. Like, let's say one set lineup is good on these five maps. But then this other five-man lineup with two substitutions are good on three of those. But then two new maps that the other five would probably have banned before. That way, you you as a team, as a squad, have a full map pool to pick from. Now, again, that's that's easier said than done. I think that's, that would be out of this world if it was even possible. But, you know, I'm, I'm leaving all options on the table. Not, not only could you do that at whichever events allow and at Blast, but now you could have specific setups in which you feel that a certain player is more valuable on CT side compared to T side. You could see a world in which maybe that, let's say, Tag is just statistically better on T side of pick any map, Mirage, whatever, whatever. And then, let's say, CT side, they want to make sure that they, they get enough rounds to win and they feel that Yugi is the guy that they would rather have there because he plays a certain pivotal spot much better than tag over the history of his career or his time with Astralis. And they can sw- swap him in at halftime and try to use that to their best advantage. Now, these are, t- these are s- so out of this world when it comes to hypothetical situations, but I'm just saying that's what would be possible. And there is a world in which that might take place. But again, we have to see how it works when when they even, it's no guarantee they're going to give it a try. It's also no guarantee that this rule is put into place. Again, the key words to the report were they were contemplating the rule tweak. Now, I personally believe it's going to happen from those I've spoke to behind the scenes who know what Blast is discussing and know how they feel about mid tournament, mid-match, lineup change ideas. They really, really like it. And to be honest with you, from the sentiment I've heard and explored, I don't actually believe that they are contemplating this rule specifically because they know Astralis was adding 6th, 7th, possibly an 8th man down the line. I think in their world, their eyes, they see many teams doing this in the future and they didn't actually... Do this as a a specific aid to Astralis, which if they did, that would be pretty shady. That's that's almost textbook collusion in a way. But you know, Blast is a only a s so big uh, when it comes to the entire tournament structure and calendar. There's only so much that uh, so so much calendar space that they take up. But nonetheless, it still would be, in my opinion. I wouldn't feel okay with knowing if they specifically did this because of Astralis only. And I don't think, not only do I not think that making mid match lineup changes, do I think it will be a competitive advantage? Not much of one if it is right now, because it's just so outlandish compared to what we're so used to. But I just think that, I wouldn't go as far as to instantly assume that this is just an Astralis slash Blast decision that they're making in unison behind the scenes necessarily. Now, of course, you can't ignore the fact that Blast and Astralis were together under the refresh umbrella at one point, And that is a conflict of interest that many others pointed out, including myself on this channel and in my written work which have now separated. And behind the scenes, it's not so clear cut. There is still some mingling involved there. I mean, they're both from Denmark. There's there. they. I'm sure there are many individuals on both sides of the ball that are quite friendly still to this day. And that conflict of interest is still, you know, something that should not be forgot about. But from everything I've investigated behind the scenes, I don't personally believe that this was explicitly made. Now, look, it didn't hurt. Right. Um, I'm sure they took it into account because you wouldn't necessarily go as hard to make this or contemplate this rule tweak or the original one that's already in the rule book if you didn't know someone was at least going to try it. And I don't see how you would have known anyone else going to try it unless you knew Astralis at least would have been considering it. Um, and beyond that, conflict of interest is just about the possibility. It's not about the actual uh, bad thing happening. It's It's the possibility of the bad thing happening, which isn't okay. Um, it, it, I'm not, I'm not here to point fingers. I'm just here to, to bring the information to the public. Now I will always publish any information. If I were to find out that this was made explicitly because Astralis is going to take advantage of it, then we would have a problem. And it's fair to argue that it's already a problem right now. And I, 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 I wouldn't disagree with it. I'm just saying I haven't heard anything behind the scenes that would lead me to believe it was explicitly made for that reason, that's all. Again, something to keep an eye on because it is weird timing and we'll see how it plays out, we'll see how it gets used and then we'll have to maybe revisit this in another at another time during another period but something that's that's key to mention is is not only does Blast want this to happen but Valve as of late have kind of Clarified slash readjusted the the way they look at teams with multiple team ownership, and and in my opinion, that also means they're a little a little bit more lax on how they view conflict of interest in in the industry, which is unfortunate. But I don't see Valve ever having an issue with this, unless they say, of course, at majors you will not be able to make mid match lineup changes. That means we're not going to give a major to blast, or we don't like that idea. Um, but then again, I don't really think Valve would be the the or the developer to do that i think if they gave blast a major which was considered at one point in time actually um and it's still on the table from people i spoke with uh, on a, on a couple of occasions i think they would just have them run the typical major format and it would mid-match lineup changes would not be allowed let alone mid-major lineup changes that's that's something to me that valve doesn't seem too interested in but other than that I mean, we've, we've, we've seen for a long time that Valve is totally okay with um, tournament organizers venturing out and trying their own things, trying their own rule sets. So it will get used at some point. The only question is when and by how many teams after it's tried the first time and how things play out from there. Let me know again, just like I asked ask in the last video, if you like this series or this is something you like to see on a more regular basis or things I could adjust or change or add into it. But with that, I will leave you guys here. And thank you for watching. I'll see you next time.